Hello my dears, it's Karen here. It certainly has been an interesting day, and it's all culminating in a prison heist. After getting through the front door, we had to kill a bunch of prison guards in their break room without setting off any alarms. We succeeded, of course. And then we met a rather surly gentleman in the armory that Mr. Onagon seemed to know. As if all of this wasn't strange enough, we broke into the sub-basement with the important prisoners, and one of them was my missing husband, Barrington. I had no idea that being a breadwinner would have so many twists. everybody and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Jason Rufford's parchment company my name is Penny D I'm gonna be your dungeon master today and look I never said that I was like current or even based in 2023 but at the moment the show that I am like watching through and kind of binging a little bit stranger things I've seen season one before but no further than that so I've rewatched season one and I'm like a little bit into season two I am aware that I'm kind of behind the curve on this one but I really like it it's all good I haven't watched it either, if it makes you feel better. That actually does make me feel better. Thanks, Poppy. Oh, good. You're welcome. You're real fashionable, so I actually feel okay now. Hi, I'm Poppy. I play Idafer the Tiefling Rogue. And a show that I have... Actually, I really need to catch up on it. But um, Sandman. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I read, like, the first half of the Sandman, like, the first Sandman comic from Neil Gaiman. And then when I saw the characters, like, who was actually playing Sandman, I was like, wow. This is wonderful. So I've only watched two episodes so far, but it is fantastic and I'm very excited to finish it. Hi, I'm Nathan. I play Flinva, the Halfling Bard. And so actually my partner really loves Star Wars and is super excited that the Ahsoka show is coming out. Really? So in preparation, because I I like Star Wars as in I watch the movies, um, in preparation we've been progressively watching every single bit of Star Wars piece there is out, including oh all the Clone God. Wars animated series, the Rebels, and so... Uh, that's been my life for the recent one. That's a lot of Star Wars. There's so much. It is. There's a lot. It was. It's. But it's been great. It was actually uh, kind of cool. Pop quiz: Who's the best character in all of every Star Wars? In all of the Star Warses, who's the best character? Oh my gosh! I would say the stars, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the wars. Suck. Definitely better than the wars. <laughs> yeah, stars are great. <laughs> Loki, I'm a Mace Windu fan. I'm a pretty big fan of the Mandalorian, to be honest. But also, I love the robots. So the droids. The droids. <laughs> and there's, there's this one female droid that's like pink. I can't remember her name. So sorry, Susie, for forgetting that. But she's my favorite so far. Well, of course she's a girl. They made her pink. That's how you tell that a character. Yeah. Oh, and God. all the blue <laughs> robots are boys. <laughs> hey, my name is Stephanie, and I play Frankie, the human artificer. And probably a show that I've been binging at the moment is... And just like that, which is kind of the spinoff of Sex in the City. Oh. Now, I wasn't a huge Sex in the City fan. Like, I only just started watching it because I started watching it just like that. You know, I've seen the two movies. I'm like, okay. But then when I watched the series and I'm like, God, all of these people are insufferable. I would hate to be friends with all of them. But I'm watching and just like that. And, like, everyone is older. Like, a lot of them have definitely aged, and it's a little bit refreshing to see like Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker 
actually looking her age. Like she looks old. Well, not old. I would say old, but she looks like mature. Yeah, she looks like her age, and she looks mature, and she looks like like pretty good. So I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. And she's a little bit less like prudish about it. And there's somebody discovering her like lesbianism in her like middle to like late fifties, and she's expre- like exploring that. And I'm like, you know, this is a little bit a little bit more refreshing than it was, you know, in the actual series. So if you don't like Sex in the City, I would suggest giving and just like that. A watch. All right. That's a good recommendation. My name is Liz, and I play Karen, the Dwarven Barbarian. And you guys have been working through a pretty good backlog of uh, TV shows, media, but I am currently obsessed with the brand new, just out, extremely exciting Good Omens season two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. You said it released all at once, right? Yeah, released all at once. It's all up there. I'm very excited. It's really good. And I've now just been watching a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff and interviews because that is what I genuinely enjoy doing. David Tennant is wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just – let me get a little bit uh, emotional for a moment there, is I love how everybody involved in Good Omens is still making sure that Terry Pratchett's name is stamped all over it. Yeah. Well, because they were talking about it before he passed away, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So this is in accordance with what he talked about with Neil Gaiman and oh. the ideas that they had for season two and potentially season three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Good Omens, season two, lots of fun. I'm so down. I also really love John Ham, especially oh. when he's not being a dick. I love that in good omens there's always a scene where they're like it's time to compliment john ham's beautiful face and then they compliment john ham's beautiful face for like two minutes and then (laughs) it's true (laughs) i would love to carry on talking about amazing tv shows that we live in this new golden age of television but this isn't (laughs) a you know quality media uh streaming uh multi-million dollar series podcast it is a D&D podcast. It could be. The market's a little bit saturated for those ones. <laughs> uh, should we go ahead and play some Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah! yeah. We pick up with our heroes who have uh, broken into the basement floor of the Ymir City Prison. Karen, you launched yourself out of the elevator into the guard who was blocking the doors and just like pushed all the buttons to open all the doors. Yep. Uh, I think it was Idafer who ran around to have a look at like, the, the back room and noticed a, a fairly handsome but uh, somewhat uh, unkempt looking dwarf uh, comes out of one of the cells and says, uh, what's, what's going on here? That's familiar. That's a familiar voice. That's Barry! <laughs> and Karen uh, leaps back over the counter and runs around the corner. Uh, The only way I know how to describe it is um, lactose intolerant white girl style. Uh, White white, white chick style. Gotta run. Move, move, bitch! (laughs) You push yourself past Idafer at the sound of the voice. (laughs) And the dwarf man who came out of the cell says, well, aren't you a sight for sore eyes? And Celine Dion's and uh, so, yeah, yeah. when love is you know, that's Whitney Houston. 
That's what oh, you said. It's the other one. It's the other one. Oh, now I can't think of it. Uh, <laughs> my heart is it the Titanic song? Yeah, yeah. My heart will go on, but it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah, part yeah, okay. when the beat drops and it's. <laughs> You're here. Oh, they're just running. Oh god, my this is so god! Beautiful. Please, can somebody animate this? I want to see this. <laughs> she runs towards him, arms wide, and just completely ignoring the rest of the, the people here. The, yeah. what what they're supposed to be doing in the prison <laughs> presumably all the other doors that are open maybe yep. that there's a small child in one of them she doesn't care about that yeah yep. oh my god and she grabs her husband in a tight embrace frankie would be like man if i knew these people or had some sort of emotional connection with these people this would probably a, be a lovely scene <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> who the hell is this guys that's that's karen's husband barry hugs you back tightly Oh. Um, and he he smiles over at your companions, you know, all of these weird looking people, including <laughs> like a, a tabaxi in monk's robes. And he smiles at you and he says, um, babe, I left you an entire army. Who the hell are these guys? Well, some of them are with the resistance who we've successfully made contact with. And I raise my hand. One of them is... Friskin as well raises his hand. <laughs> One of them is a, a, a very famous scientist. And one of them is a uh, terrifying. I'm Flinva. I'm Flinva. Wall monger. Is that is that Flinva Onagon? It's Flinva Onagon, babe. I don't know. He he has this story about how he's come from another dimension where we're all friends. Okay, so uh, all right, let's put a pin in that. Yeah, I I think it's probably best. Everyone, I have the like. Thank you for breaking in to get me, but I actually have a the. There's a kid down here who says that he's the the real emperor. We gotta take him with us. It's Silver. Wait, where is he now? Show me. Where? Yes, of course. We we are supposed to be it, retrieving a child. At this point, I've pushed through the group. I'm grabbing Barry by the collar. I'm like, where is he? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that. You could just look further down the hallway and see <laughs> like a small face kind of timidly hiding in a corner like you can only see half of his face as he's peering at you on an angle through the bars the the door to his cell is open but he's just watching and listening uh and he sees you uh meet eyes with him and ducks away oh. and barry says hang on hang on kid it's okay this is my wife and these are her friends companions yeah 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 legs co-workers kid it's okay it's okay come out Flynn, can you please roll me a perception check? I rolled in that one, hold on. Unnatural <laughs> <laughs> 20. Nice. Yeah, you notice Friskin's tail start suddenly like flicking around a little aggressively. Oh. Can I rush forward for towards Silver? Yeah, you you absolutely can. Cool. I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna be like, Silver, it's me, Flinvar, from the other world, before the dumb wish. Do you remember what happened before the wish? Do you know who you are? Because these folks don't. He just stares at you uh, and, and looks at Barry and he's like, how do you know my name? Oh, no. <sighs> I'm going to walk over to him. That, that's it. That's my action. <laughs> I want to see if he's going to call me um, Pout, the pouty boy. I forget okay. the name. He real scared. Like he does not look well nourished and he looks kind of sallow and he's got big bags under his eyes. And he, like, when you enter his cell, uh, he starts backing up towards the back corner. And he looks he looks like he might cry. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, okay, okay. All right. 
I defer. I look at Karen and I'm just like, Karen, you're like a mum, right? You have some food? Yes, and you're a tiefling. So I know I know it's a bad stereotype, but come away from the frightened child. Uh, I might be a tiefling, but I'm also a world-class model, Karen. This is the peak of beauty. Your beauty is scaring him. He's he's intimidated. (laughs) He is is very scared of your beauty. Let's say that. I give him a smile and my teeth are just tearing. (laughs) (laughs) Frankie, while your friends are talking with each other, um, you notice Friskin, uh, because you're still at the back. You haven't really done anything yet. So you notice Friskin, who was back with you, step forwards and start walking towards uh, the cell that all the friends are talking at, kind of hanging around the doorway. And he looks at all of you and he says, get out of my way. No. Oh, no. <gasps> nope. Do I hear this? Yeah, of course. Uh, what, why? Friskin, chill, man. Like, hang back. We're sorting this out. Uh, uh, uh. We kill the boy and the portal closes and this whole thing is over. <gasps> I don't mm. want to have to deal with the rest of it. No. Well, that's a, that's a you problem, man. We've got to get this kid back. No, if you kill Silver, then things can't get right into how they were. He looks at you. Uh, Flinvar, and he kind of like, pff, like sort of dismisses what you have to say, and he says, "Sure, man, let's put my life on the line for the crazy guy who thinks the world is different than it is." Well, if you move any closer, you're putting your life on the line anyway. He goes Ooh. to push past you. Oh, can I make a opportunity? How close is he, is he to me? So how it works is Flinvar standing in the door of the cell. Idafa and Karen are inside the cell with Silver, and Frankie's at the back near where Barry is. Word. So he pushes past Flynn and goes to go further into the cell. I stab him with the with the spear. Oh god. Yeah, roll me an attack roll. Twenty-one to hit. Um, surprisingly that does hit him. Um, how do you oh, stab sure. him or do you like go to whack him with the staff part, or what's your move here? So what he wants to do is he would he would stab up into him with the spear and then lodge the butt into the floor to try and like stop him moving forward. Oh my god. So I'm stabbing him, but I'm also making like a you know how he wedges a something into like a crocodile's mouth in the cartoons he's doing that but with the floor and sure friskin was not expecting you to make a move so you go to stab him with the pointy end of the spear and you like hit him sort of like under the armpit a little bit and you kind of embed the the pointy tip there he um like row like a cat (laughs) and he is going to uh attack you back he is going to uh punch you with his other hand and go to do uh, like a kick with one of his claws unless anybody else has something they'd like to do i'm gonna yell out can't fight amongst us this is what he wants if we fight amongst us then they win <laughs> roll me a persuasion check frankie persuasion oh, 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 oh charisma that is a 19. Woo! that's pretty good karen and idafa do either of you want to do anything to add to this i he's annoyed that he wants to kill the kid but also this thing between him and flinva isn't my bag like i'm yeah not your monkey not your circus yeah, not my monkeys, not my circus. So I'm just kind of letting it I mean, happen and seeing. Friskin is definitely your monkey. I mean, um, <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> Karen is going to physically block Silver from Friskin, and she's going Actually, to. Yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah, and she's going to say, "Stand down, Friskin. You don't want to do this." Yes, yeah, stand down. He went to strike back. Uh, but your responses and your words kind of like Flinvar, you've got like a, a cat palm. You can see little toe beans about like an inch from your face. And he stops and he like pulls the spear out of himself. Uh, and he turns to Idafer and he says, Why should we listen to them? Who are they? They're not here to fight. Look, Friskin, at the end of the day, 
we see if we bring this kid back. From behind Karen, a little voice pops up and he says, uh, I might have something to say about this uh, that could be really important if if you don't mind. Oh yeah, go for it, kid. Uh, aside from me not being killed by him, um, <laughs> look, uh, well, when that portal opened up, we got magic back, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all coming from that flow between here and Avernus, and that's why it's all hell magic. Uh, and he holds up his palm and uh, casts a minor illusion just to make a little, like, let's say it's a little picture of the administrator's head just, like, rotate for a minute. But as he casts it, it's like like a fire burning through paper really fast to make it appear. Oh, yeah. I have noticed how bad it feels to do that kind of thing. Yeah, it feels pretty natural for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, if the portal suddenly collapses, uh, that flow will be gone, and all the feedback and all this hellfire magic is suddenly going to get ripped out of people. Um, I have a theory that that could potentially kill everybody in the city. Oh. So, um, let's not, let's not kill me. Uh, because I'm just, I'm looks, oh, look, I'm so cute. And he kind of like <laughs> oh, smiles at you and like, uh, bats his eyelashes at you. I'm going to roll inside. I'm just going to, I kind of just cringe at it because I don't like kids. <laughs> and Karen, Karen smiles and goes, oh, 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 you're used to getting your way, aren't you? I rolled a 17 on insight. What do you want to know insight on? Uh, I, I want to uh, know insight on if he's actually really cute. Oh, okay. I don't trust him. You, do, you don't want to know more about his claims that closing the portal might kill everybody? I mean, also, yeah, that's important as well. Okay. okay. Yes, yes, yes. That's the more important one, not his cuteness level. <laughs> so the math checks out, Frankie. You have also picked up that the presence of magic came along at the same time as the portal. And you've tested the, like, you know, the fact that when it all spells are sort of like hellfire powered now. This sounds right. The math sort of yeah. checks out there. Um, checks also, out. he is pretty adorable, but he's also a 13-year-old kid. So, like, all of them have, you know, a percentage of awkward to them. Yeah, 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 they do. Yeah. Frankie pulls out a random little pad of paper and a pen that he invented. Uh, so you don't need to use the uh, ink sort of plot. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no, silver, what he's saying. The math checks out and he shows various equations uh, that he's been working on over time and just there in his head. Uh, I've been looking into this myself and yeah, no, I think just abruptly closing the portal is a bad idea. Uh, oh, that's pretty impressive. Can you roll me a persuasion check to convince, let's say, Friskin, but also like for the rest of the party too? Okay. <laughs> Charisma. That is a 12. Friskin is going to pull back. Uh, he's going to look at the kid and he says, um, you try to escape and I end you. And, and Silva's like, escape from this prison or escape from you oh, guys? No, 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 sweetheart. We, we're helping you escape from the prison. I think Friskin just doesn't want you wandering off on your own. And to be fair, neither do I. How about, um, how about you take Barry's hand and we will all get out together. How does that sound? Uh, Barry actually picks him up in a little piggyback, but because Barry's a, Barry's a dwarf and Silver's a human, um, his feet almost touch the ground anyway. <laughs> Why are you doing this? We were, I was told to. I defer, because it's the right thing to do. Because I want my life back. And it does seem kind of weird that they'd keep a kid in a jail cell. Like, look at this guy. <laughs> okay, do we get out the same way we got in? or? Hey, Barry, are you aware of any, like... Exit down here. 
Guys, we've got a map. The elevator, I think, is the only way in and out. Uh, there's there, there's definitely no other exits to this place. You, how did you get in? Yeah, elevator. And also, I did say that I'd pick up that fire genasi on the way back. I guess we should do that. Oh, yeah, let's take a move. Oh, yes, we made a friend along the way. So you guys all pile back into the elevator. And uh, Karen, you notice that Barry makes an attempt to, like, stand in the opposite corner to Friskin? Yeah, I stand in between Friskin and Barry. Fair enough, yeah. Barry whispers to you in the elevator on the way up. He's like, do we need a, do we need a split off? What's the deal with the... What's the deal with the tabaxi? Karen just kind of shrugs and says, stand down for now. Okay. The the, the insurrection is always watching. We're not in here, they're not, but once we get outside, we should be good. Yes, uh, once we're outside, if it all goes to shit, get ready to make a break for it. Okay, you got it. But right now, he's part of the resistance. We kind of have to work together. Okay. But I'm keeping a real good eye on Friskin because I don't really want him to kill this kid. So. <laughs> if he had fur, it would be standing up. He definitely is in like his uh, like his heckles are up Attack mode. right now. Angie. Angie. Um, he seems very <laughs> agitated, and he is. You'd notice that he's not looking at Silver, but his one of his ears is like turned and pointed back uh, towards him. Oh, Flynn's gonna be watching the elevator doors. Frankie is just doing some. Some more calculations uh, in terms of uh, potentially uh, how to like stop it, like you know, close the portal. How many people would approximately die? Uh, various maths. How best also to like cut a pizza to get more slices for pizza. But like you know, just various different you know calculations. Okay, Romy, Romy, and Arcana check. Um, can I just say that like if Friskin. Um, is about to attack. I'm going to jump in. Okay. Like, I'm just kind of ready for it. Cool. Can I just get you to roll me an insight check for, like, how attuned to his, like, body language you're, you're going to be? Oh, net 20. Yeah. You have worked with him a lot. You understand his patterns and how he works and how he looks. You're confident that if he wanted to try and make, like, a surprise or a sneak attack against uh, Barry and Silver, that you would be able to um, interfere. Cool. Thank you. Frankie, what did you get for your Arcana check? Uh, 27. Nice. What Silver's saying, the when you ran the calculations the first time, you're like, that sounds about right. When you ran them the second time, you're like, oh, okay, this is like a really good way to wipe out like all life in your in the entire kingdom <laughs> would be to kill Silver and collapse the portal. Uh. The thing is, is that like even animals and, and like non, you know, non-sentient creatures do consume and sort of like live in a magical world. So there's a chance that if that portal collapsed, that everybody would basically just burn to death in hailfire. Yeah. Wow. Mm, not great. Not, not great, guys. Well, I've got fire resistance, so I'd be fine. Um, actually, that's <laughs> an interesting point. Idafa, you have lived in this world for a while. Uh, roll me and I kind of check as well. Uh, that's a 15. You know that there is a difference between fire and hellfire and that just because you have resistance to what you would call fire doesn't mean that hellfire, which is like a fire-themed flavor of magic, doesn't mean you'd have resistance to that. Yeah. Frankie drew a, a crude sketch of Ida for burning in fire. He's like, no, no, you you would be affected too. See this diagram here. <laughs> but I'm like a like, stick figure. <laughs> demon. <laughs> Like, I don't know, I think one of my parents was a demon or some junk, so... Idafa, honestly, I'm a dwarf, but I would still get crushed to death by rocks. Yeah, well that... Okay, shut up! Frankie doesn't have enough paper and pens to to explain how you would still be affected. That's okay, <laughs> I'll just deal with it. <laughs> Ding! 
there's a little ding and the elevator door opens. Flynnvar, the first thing you notice is this room is full of smoke and you step out of the elevator and you can see that the guard who activated the, so Murphy, who you recognize to be Murphy, um, has set fire to the storage room while you guys have been downstairs. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's just like casually whistling as he puts a few things in his pockets and pops out of his little booth, super acting like that fire is not even there. He's so chaotic. I love it. (laughs) Karen just kind of puts her hands on her hips and says, okay, uh, citizen, (laughs) are you ready to earn our trust? That's the super weird way of putting it, but yeah, okay. Uh, Tall people, duck low and keep low to the ground if you can. Smoke rises. Oh, that's that's a good plan, yes. Um, You tall boys will want to crouch down a little bit. Sorry about your knees. And it's at this stage that a loud siren begins to go off. Whether or not it was activated by the large fire that is currently uh, pumping smoke into this room, you're not sure. (laughs) But um, there's like a like siren going off. Awesome. Uh, We should probably run. Let's just smash our way out, guys. Let's just run. Okay. And convince anyone on the way that we're just leaving the fire. Yes, uh, Murphy, is it? I was just about to ask you if you had the means to, ooh, let all of the prisoners out of the main prison area. Keep the rest of the guards busy. (laughs) Um, hang on a second. There's, like, mass murderers and stuff in there. Are you sure you want to, like, you know what will happen, right? They'll kill us and me. Uh, you're all wearing guard uniforms, too. You know what? Uh, Karen, let's leave. I think you underestimate us. I do think you underestimate us, but uh, if that's how you feel, let's just get out of here. Look, we could we could go through Gen Pop if you want, but there's a no. lot of gods in there. I was asking if I was asking if you could uh, let them out of Gen Pop to keep the guards occupied while we get out of here. We'd need to go in there. Oh, uh, no, oh, well, never mind then. All right, let's get out of here. Barry, you've got a good grip on the on the boy. Which way are you going? Back up the uh, the bridge, right? bypass stairs yeah you'll bypass stairs the bridge sure and what what order who's first can we make murphy go first because he's more known sure I yeah think... you can make murphy go yeah. first none of you I will think... be able to roll on like on point rolls mm. uh. i was either gonna make murphy or friskin go first because i don't want friskin anywhere near barry and okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Y- you guys That's can make point. whoever go first you want i just if it's not one of the four of you then you can't roll for stuff I'm going at the back with Friskin in front of me. Okay. I'll go go at the front. Okay. Okay. Okay, then I'll put Barry and Silver second, and I will be straight behind them. Okay, and then I assume Flynnvar's in the middle of that, uh, Murphy's somewhere in the middle as well. All right, we're good to go. Frankie, you're at the front. Can you please roll me an athletics check? (laughs) Oh, athletics. Oh, that's an 18. Straight yeah, cool. You're able to set like a really good pace for the group as you like barrel up the stairs. <laughs> there's windows into Gen Pop, and you can all see that there's a fair amount of chaos going on in there. All the guards are like running around and checking on prisoners, and you carry on up the stairs through the guards' room. Cool. In the guards' room, there's a single guard sitting in a chair, uh, looking devastated at the the amount of blood uh, in <laughs> the room. He's basically, just walked in on his uh, PTSD moment. Uh, as he looks up at all of you. <laughs> Frankie, do you stop or do you carry on? I carry on, but as we carry on, we're like, don't worry, mate, it's just tomato soup. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're just, just like trying to get out of here. Like The eight of you are just all one by one, just bustle through the guards room <laughs> into the lobby area. And there are a couple of guards standing around here. 
uh, but they all seem to be arguing amongst themselves. Do you stop or do you head for the exit? Frankie's not stopping. Unless they're coming towards us, he's not, like, it's best to just probably carry on. Uh, just roll me a, uh, what's, what, what are we call Roll me a, uh, D10. This is just a basic luck check. That is a two. Ooh. Ooh nice. You landed it. Oh. Oh. <sighs> One to three, uh, you as you run to the door, it's being opened for somebody else to come in, uh, and you barrel through uh, someone who looks <laughs> like they might be some kind of um, admin person. They're not wearing guards armor; they're just like wearing regular clothes. You just barrel through this guy uh, and down the hall, you know, down the hall that leads past the booth and out towards uh, the plaza. You keep running past the guard booth and just straight out towards the plaza, almost home free. Woo! Almost. Yeah. Almost. Where's Frankie leading us towards? So it would be towards the entrance. The entrance is like, a, if you look at the map, the entrance is like a small hallway that would lead us out into the plaza. And on the other side of the plaza uh, is the area that you first started at. But you're pretty confident that if you can get to the other side of the plaza and into building cover, that the insurgency should be able to help you escape the rest of the way. Oh. But <laughs> Frankie, you burst out into the plaza uh, and you find yourself face-to-face -face with the captain of the guard uh, astride a large white horse. He is uh, looking down at you with disdain uh, and next to him is his Goliath squire holding his sword. Mm. Between you and the captain of the guard are three frog-like demons, each of them wearing medium armor and all pointing spears at you. They're kind of around in sort of a semicircle position. There are two other people next to Captain Cherish. The first is an armored Bobby. Uh, Ooh, Bobby! And the second is a really familiar looking halfling in an expensive suit <laughs> with a little pseudo dragon on his shoulder. <laughs> Flinvar Onagon is with the captain of the guards and looking at all of you with some confusion as all eight of you come out uh, through the hallway and into the plaza. Penny here. The prison break is well underway and it's all going a little too well if you ask me. Some quick messages and then we'll get back to the show. Thanks to our Patreons for supporting JBPC. James Courtright, Samsara, Waffles loves you and hopes you have a good day. Claire McDonald, Jules Bergeser, Violet, Shabna Lee, Alex Moore, Lyndon Hood, Jesse Wesson, Disturbed1NZ, Andrew Evans, Luna Chris, William Evans, Steffi James is awesome and Danielle, the tea lady, lady of the tea. Our players have been uncharacteristically well behaved this episode, so I have no After Dark or Naughty Clips to post to Patreon, but there is still lots of goofy shenanigans on our page that you can check out if you're in the mood for a giggle. I'm so excited that we're entering the final arcs of the show in 2024. If you've enjoyed this journey and you'd like to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash jbpcpodcast for a couple of bucks a month. Music credits, thanks to Telecasted for Bone Dry, Jeremy Blake for Cool Revenge and Final Girl, Anno Domini Beats for Culture, Track Tribe for Limousines, Half.Cool for Sharp Edges, Ryan McCaffrey, Go By Ocean for Speak The Truth, Nathan Moore for The Goons Loose and Jung Logos for Escapism. Next episode, The Wish Scroll Part 7, will be out in two weeks on Christmas Eve, so if you're going to be travelling for the holidays, hey, I know a great podcast you can listen to. Alright, that's probably enough. Let's get on with it. What the hell? Wait, did you say Flynn on the go? Wait, who's that? 
It's you. Who the hell? Captain Cherish uh, smiles at you all and he says, Well, well, well. What have we here? Proof that our intelligence was right after all. Thank you for coming to the prison, Mrs. Stonecutter. Surrender and give us the boy, and maybe we won't send you through the portal. I just like lean down to Karen, I'm like, Karen, surely you can just like whistle and people will be here. We're in the middle of nowhere. They have no cover. There's nowhere to go. <sighs> the halfling steps forward and looks quite arrogant. The heck? Who are you and why are you wearing my face? That's my face and my well-being? My well-being? What's a well-being? Some kind of resistance illusion, I assume. Whoever you are, you'll pay for hijacking my profits and my reputation. Is this... Oh my gosh. Um, guys. Idafa and Frankie, roll me insight checks. Okay. That's not good. Oh no. <laughs> Frankie rolled a six. Oh. <laughs> I don't also rolled a six. <laughs> oh, you two dummies. Um, there's, <laughs> for some reason that you can't quite figure out there's there's two of the same guy one of them's on your team acting really weird and one of them's acting exactly as you would expect yes the math isn't mathing frankie goes back to doing math <laughs> captain cherish to him immediately and captain cherish uh blows a horn uh and the demons begin advancing forwards on all of you and the bobby uh his eyes glow and he begins like begins animation and sort of like comes to life a little bit where he's sort of just standing there i want everybody to please roll for initiative oh no (laughs) okay 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 i got 20 nice i got 15 i'm gonna nine Oh, I also got a nine. You can go first, Flynn. Thanks. (laughs) All right, Frankie, this situation is starting to get uh, a little bit aggressive for your liking. These these three guards are approaching you with spears. Uh, What would you like to do? I would like to cast a web, please. Okay, cool. What does that do? So I conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of my choice within range. The web fills a 20-foot cube for the duration. The webs are difficult terrain and uh, lightly obscure the area. If the webs aren't anchored, so I'm just putting it on the floor, so it's uh, effectively difficult terrain. Each creature that starts its turn in the web uh, or enters it during its turn must make a deck throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained. Okay, so your options are you can web two of the three guards or you could web the entire space that contains Cherish, uh, the Squire, the Bobby, and the other Flinthar. Yeah, I want the second option, please. I would like to choose the second option. So you're gonna go for like the horse and the squire and the bobby? Yes, that's right. Good choice. Good choice. So at the beginning of each of their turns, would you remind me that you have web active? Yes, I will. Do you have any uh, bonus actions or movement that you'd like to take? Bonus action, I would like to... Are there any like stones around? I would say there's some pebbles, yeah. You could absolutely okay. uh, gather some pebbles. Bonus actions, them. I'd like to pick up a couple pebbles just in case. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can use magic stone on them as a bonus action. Yeah, as a bonus action. Uh, but I kind of don't want to, like, be the first one to attack just in yeah, case. Okay. You know, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> you're taking That's defensive fair. actions. Yeah, uh, defensive actions. Karen, you're up. Okay. Okay. You got those. Okay. Karen would like to rage. How far away, approximately, is the Bobby? The Bobby would be about 40 feet uh, from you, basically towards the direct west. Okay. But in between you and him, there is, you'd have to go past at least one of the guards to get to him. 
Mm, okay. And Bobby's in the web, right? Like, Bobby's currently in the web, that's right. So you'd also need to go into the difficult terrain. Okay. Basca basketball Karen doesn't need to go into difficult terrain. But no. how many how many guards are in between me and kind of the web zone? If you ran in a straight line, one. But if you okay. ran around at all, uh, then probably you'd have to go past two of them. Okay. I would like to rage and while the rage is happening, instinctive pounce my way towards the, the closest guard. As okay. soon as I reach the guard, I'm going to attack uh, with the temperate great axe, 1d12 plus 8 slashing damage. Go ahead and roll me an attack roll. And I'm also going to be using the fire on the temperate great axe to add 1d6 fire damage to okay. my attack. So what was your attack roll? Oh god, a natural twenty. Nice. Nice. And guess what I get because I'm a because I'm a barbarian. You get brutal critical. Get a little yep. kiss. Yep. I get a little kiss. Uh, but I do also get a one additional weapon die of damage on a on a critical hit. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. So for this poor old guard. I mean, he is a demon, so don't don't be don't feel too sorry for him. Well. Okay. He's like a toad demon. Still, he gets. 12 slashing damage and 5 fire damage. The fire damage does nothing, so he'll yeah, take 12 okay. slashing damage. Okay, I'm guessing he's not down, so what I'm going to do is do that again, but not fire damage this time. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, oh, that's another natural 20. You're oh, kidding me. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> okay. Uh, go okay. ahead and roll me your, your your damage off of your Brutal Critical. That's amazing. Yeah, okay. So um, one of my rolls was a 12, and the other one was a 3. So he gets 15 points of slashing damage. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> you, you like, run up. So, like, you surprise the rest of your party with how fast you, like, blitz just straight out in front of you. Uh, very two. trying to hide his arousal. <laughs> <laughs> lay two very impressive very heavy axe attacks uh, onto this demon uh, he also lights on fire for a bit uh, but it doesn't seem to bother him uh, mm. as it goes out and he sort of licks his weird toad lips at you so is he completely like he gets no damage from fire at all the fire did not seem to affect him the slashing damage did cool okay well that's good to know for for idafer as well anyway yeah so you've done your turn, your bonus action, and some of your movement. Do you have anything else you'd like to do with your turn? I would like to say that I've forgotten an extra plus because my rage damage bonus. Okay. Both of those attacks are plus eight, so he actually gets an extra sixteen points of damage. Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did it again. I do it all the no, time. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's what you do. That's okay. I just like to remind us all that, and like. That's the absolute latest that I would accept people coming back and saying, oh, by the way, a bunch of extra damage. Would That's be, not fair, yeah. yeah. It has percent. to be in your turn, yeah. 100%. Usually, usually I forget about it, and then I just don't say anything. So, yeah. hey, I, at least you I remember this time. Uh, anything else you like to do <laughs> No. The Bobby is next. The Bobby comes to life next to Captain Cherish, who pats it sort of on the shoulder, uh, and its eyes like burst with uh, with green lightning, uh, and it does this big like blood curdling scream uh, and runs straight at Karen. Karen, uh, it's going to take. It is in the web. Oh, that's right. What do I need to do? Uh, deck save. Deck save. Ooh, he's not great at that. Deck se uh, seventeen. Oh. Whoa. Good luck, Bobby. Uh, I failed. What happens if I fail? Uh, he is restrained. 
Oh, shit. Cool. Oh, okay. Uh, um, as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. So it says on its next turn, it can do a strength. Oh, okay. Like saving, like strength. And he could, he'll probably be able to break out very easily. But in its next turn, it could do a strength saving through it, like a strength yeah. check. That was pretty awesome. So, like, the dicks, it's not great at dicks, but it's amazing at strength. So, yeah. So, at least we have one turn. Like, I've. Yeah, you restrained the Bobby. <laughs> Yeah. Well done. Uh, does, he doesn't get to do anything else with his turn. He just can't move. It just says a failed save is restrained. I will let you know, Frankie, that you have some awareness of how these things operate. Uh, and when it can't move, it's like head snaps around to look at you. Oh. <laughs> Frankie feels that like chill down the spine. He's like, uh, guys, can we can we deal with this before it gets out, please? <laughs> yeah, next up is gonna be Friskin. Um, Friskin looks at you, Idafer, and he says, "I got the big one." <laughs> And he is going to uh, like run straight at the Bobby, like super fast, and do like a, a double foot drop kick just straight into its chest. Nice, oh, nice, nice. Oh, he got a natural twenty! Yay! We're rolling really well today, everyone. <laughs> um, he is going to do twelve bludgeoning damage to the Bobby, uh, and the Bobby needs to make a saving throw against being knocked over because once it's prone, it would be much harder to get out of the web. Uh, that would be a strength saving throw plus four. Uh, he rolled a 12, uh, which was he needed a 14 uh, to stay up. Uh, so Friskin basically just like runs straight at it, double foot drop kicks him straight in the chest, uh, and the Bobby's going to fall back, and uh, its entire body is now um, stuck in the webs. Hell yes. It's going to have disadvantage on its strength saving throw next round. Seem fair? Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah, that's awesome. Friskin is like right there. He's also, because he did a drop kick, he's also in the webs, but he should be fine. Next up is the Flynvar that we've come to know and love, not the other one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so Flynvar is going to cast, am I immune to fear? As a halfling, you have advantage on saving throws against fear, but you're not immune to fear. Okay, um, so um, Flynvar is going to cast fear on Cherish. Okay. Can you read me the spell? Uh, sure. So basically it's a, I project images of the creature's worst fear and each creature within a 30 foot cone must succeed a wisdom. Oh, sorry. You'd need to run forward 10 feet uh, to be able to do that because he's 40 feet from you. Oh, okay. I will do that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Only to the cusp of um, the web, so I won't step into the webs. That's fine. You would only be um, up where Karen is by the, by the guard. Okay. So it's actually each creature in the 30 foot cone. So it's... It doesn't have to be just Cherish. Yeah, if you wanted to get the guard, you would also get Karen. Um, but you can get uh, Cherish, Cassie, uh, Friskin, the other, Flynvar, and the Bobby within that cone. I will do that. Okay, cool. Uh, so I need to roll uh, saving throws for a lot of people. And what's the what's the DC? Spell save DC 15. Cherish passes. Mm. Cassie fails. Mm. The Bobby is immune. Oh, okay. The other Flynvar passes. Uh, and Friskin also passes. What about Welby? That's you know what? That's a that's a good call that I hadn't <laughs> considered. <laughs> nice. uh, the Welby fails. Um and also Flint can can I say something too? Sure, yeah. You can you know what the thing is is that you know a lot of information about several of the people in this fight that a lot of people don't know. So you can say a couple of things. Okay, so I'm going to say, don't let the, breath the dragon breathe on you. Don't hit me with fear, like I just did. Um, watch out for my bardic inspiration. And, uh, oh shoot. And to kill the big, big guy, you have to, like, disable his eyes. 
like rip them out, stab them, behead them, behead them, just, just, ooh. <laughs> yeah. And that's not me. As <laughs> <laughs> you like fly to yeah. Uh, okay, Flinva, that was a lot of stuff. So I'm going to say that all of dumping all that information is going to count as your bonus action. So you've done your action okay. and your bonus action. Is that fine? Yep, that's fine. I you're up. Okay, I am going to. I would get um, sneak attack, right? It depends on your target. You can have sneak attack against anyone who is adjacent to one of your one of your allies. Perfect. Friskin's still near the bobby, right? You get advantage against the bobby because he's prone and you're using, if you're using... Basically, I just want to do, um, I'm going to do a sneak attack against the bobby. Okay, what are you using as your weapon? I'm going to throw my dagger. Okay, go ahead and roll me an attack roll with advantage. 18 to hit. Uh, 18 hits. Perfect. And then, sorry. Sneak attack's so big now, I need so many dice. Oh my god, what a problem to have. I know! Oh, are you. <laughs> I just get out all of my dice. Oh no! <laughs> da, 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 da. That is two, three, six, and six. So 12 damage in total. <sighs> Shit, I was meant to say I was aiming for his eyes. With the way that he fell backwards, his eyes would be the furthest things from you. Unless you climbed up to get some altitude, you wouldn't be able to like take that shot. Okay, word. Just from how big and far away he is. That's all good. 12 damage. Sure, yeah, gotcha. Piercing damage. And I am going to... There's not really anywhere for me to take cover. Like, it would be behind someone else, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're in a fairly open space. You could back into the sort of hallway area behind you. Um, but there's not a lot of places that you could go to for cover in this area. You'd need to make it, like, across the other side of the plaza. Who is standing near me? Barry and Silver are still near you. Murphy's near you as well. Screw it. I'll just stay where I am, I think. Cool. Uh, Cherish is up. He is going to roll his dexterity check against the web. What's the DC again, Frankie? Uh, 17. Uh, he's going to pass because he's on that horse. So he yeah. has a yeah. little bingus. He actually is going to like leap sort of backwards out and he's do he's running in a big arc uh, around everyone. He looks like he's trying to come in from the side and he's looking at not you guys, but at his demon guards. Um, he seems to have uh, something going on. Uh, he basically runs all the way around the side and he's approaching from the side he is going to hold his action and his action is he's going to do an attack against somebody who is impaled by one of the demon's spears oh. next up is going to be silver um silver whispers something in barry's ear and they start to run uh north like around the opposite way to where cherish is coming who's who's arcing in from the south cool cassie is next uh cassie's going to roll against the web so the squire is going to fail, um, but she, being a goliath, uh, nearly hit it. She almost got out. Barry is next. Barry uh, is going to run sort of further north, uh, trying to get past one of those guards. Murphy is going to be next. He is going to follow Barry and Silver quite close behind, um, and he's got his, he takes his gloves off, and he looks like he's um, ready to cast some kind of magic if anyone comes close to them. Nice. The three guards are going to be next. Guard number one, the one to the south, because Flinvar ran past him, is going to use uh, his spear attack against Flinvar. I cast Cutting Words Anti-Inspire. Can you read that to me? As a reaction, a creature you can see makes an attack roll or an ability roll or a check or damage roll. You can use your reaction to expend one of your Bardic Inspiration slots, and they have to roll a Bardic Inspiration die and subtract in the number rolled. 
Okay, so what's your bardic inspiration die at the moment? Is it 10 or is it 8? It's 1d10. Oh, roll me a d10. I'll let you know. He got a natural 20 on this hit. So oh. uh, you can you can minus this. And if you get it, like you're going to cancel out the critical hit. Okay. But as to whether you're going to do enough to stop it from hitting you, let's see. Oh, that's an 8. The demon guards are a plus 4 to hit. So he rolled a 24, which would bring his total down to 16. Does 16 beat your AC? I'm 17. Okay. Oh my god. You uh, oh my do god. some cool matrix moves and just dodge just out of the way of the spear, which as it like goes through the area that you were standing in only moments before glows dark crimson red with hellfire magic. Um, that probably wouldn't have been very fun for you to get no. impaled by that. <laughs> the next one is the one who's engaged with Karen. Uh, Karen is going to go for a uh, hellfire spear attack against you. Wonderful. This is 19 plus 4, 23 hit. Yeah, Sure does. Cool. That is going to be 1d6 piercing and 2d6 fire damage. Mm. So that would be 6 piercing damage and 5 fire damage. Cool. So the piercing damage is halved. So yep. 3 piercing damage. Yep. And can you go ahead and make me a DC 15 constitution saving throw? Yes. Well, lucky for me, I rolled a fifth and my con save is a plus seven. You feel the hellfire flow through you and try to like seize all your muscles. doesn't work on you. No. You're just that buff that you can just flex it out. <laughs> I believe there was an action held by Cherish to go for whoever got stabbed. Yes, is that going right. to happen to me? Uh, that's not yet because I'm doing uh, the remaining spear attack, which is against Frankie first. Okay. Oh, no. No. Uh, Frankie, does a 13 hit you? No, it does not. What are nice. you What are you at these days? You got a super high AC, don't you? Yeah, very high. You'd no. have to uh, minimum like a natural twenty to hit. Could you describe yourself? Uh, could you describe yourself how you, you know, parry or dodge this the spear attack that comes at you? So, like, I would imagine not necessarily like the the Matrix, but like there was that scene in the Matrix when like he goes. I think he goes to punch and Neo kind of just like turns to go with the punch and then just like looks at the guy like what? Like <laughs> kind of like that almost like kind of was expecting it but wasn't expecting to actually be able to move that fast and he's just like eh? Like, <laughs> excuse me? Do you not know who I am? That is the third guard's turn. It is now time for Cherish's attack which yes is against Karen. Um, Karen what did you have some kind of response to this? No, I just wanted to. I just wanted to um, see who it was going to hit. <laughs> Karen, that is a nineteen plus four twenty-three to hit. Yeah, that 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 hits. <laughs> oh, so, um, he gets he gets double damage if he's mounted and moving uh, against against these attacks because he's doing mounted combat. Cool. Um, so this is going to be one d eight slashing and one d six fire. That's going to be fourteen slashing damage and nine fire damage. Okay, so fourteen halved is. Seven. Okay, cool. Uh, as he just brutally comes through with that longsword and just like doesn't even stop, just on the horse, just just comes at you with the sword um, as he just blitzes past you on his horse. Wonderful. Now he's right next to me. <laughs> he would probably be carrying on, so we'll have to figure out. I'm going to let you roll your sentinel attack, like your opportunity attack now. Yeah, if he if he wants to ro ride past me to try and get to somebody else, he's going to have to roll pretty well. Are you aiming for him or are you aiming for the horse? <laughs> the thing is, is the thing is, is I don't, I don't want to hurt a horse even in fiction. Yeah, like I'm it's going to so I'm... horse girl on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go for him. Okay, cool. Roll me an attack roll. That is a twenty-three to hit. 
23 hits? Yeah. <laughs> you have oh, Sentinel, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that that works. Uh, cool. So the horse carries on galloping uh, to the north, and uh, he is going to, like, come off the horse um, and land on the ground uh, pretty pretty heavily in that heavy armor that he's wearing. Wonderful. He has 19 points of slashing damage. Whoa, Jesus. See, I usually forget about the plus eight, so I rolled an 11, so he's it's 19. He's cherishing his day today. <laughs> yep, there we go. Uh, <laughs> next up is going to be the other Flynn, um, who's going to pull out a crossbow and shoot at Frankie with it. <gasps> Frankie, oh. no! We should call him. We should call him Mr. Onagon to prevent. Um, yeah. Confusion. Okay. Uh, Mr. Onagon got a twenty-two to hit. Oh Frankie. no! Oh. That's, that's how you can tell it's not Flinva. <laughs> <laughs> that's only one d eight. Uh, so that is five plus two. Uh, that's going to be seven piercing damage. And does Webb have a concentration check? It does. Can you please roll me your concentration check? Let me just roll d twenty. Oh, that's a 14. Uh, that passes. Yeah, you, like, maintain, um, you maintain your concentration on the web as you've got like a, a, a crossbow bolt sticking out of your, like the top part of your arm. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Frankie's just like... Uh, that is top of the round. So it's back to you, Frankie. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, well, Frankie is going to uh, retaliate uh, by casting Magic Stone. Okay. Yep. Go ahead, and uh, you, so you're enchanting that pebble that you found, right? Yes. What is it? What do you do with it? Uh, I'm going to hip it at Mr. Onagon. Okay. Cool. Roll me an attack roll. But which one? Mr. Onagon. Mr. Yeah, Onagon. Mr. Onagon. Mr. Onagon. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's 15 to hit. Linda, what's your AC? 17. I was going to say, oh, I don't think it is. Well, actually, it's 16 and then plus one because I've got my braces of sacrifice. So if he's not wearing his braces of sacrifice, then 16. So I only had his AC being 15 because he's not hes not Flinvar. He's like businessman with like a lot of cool gadgets. Uh, so I only had his AC at 15. What do you guys think? Should we use real Flynn's AC or should we use that at 15 that I just... Uh, oh, I think, think it would be I, fun to use real Flynn. Yeah, to be fair. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you fling this magic rock at him, uh, and it seems to ping off of some kind of like force field or something that like it doesn't it never touches him. It pings off something like half a foot out from his skin. Uh, nah, curses! <laughs> <laughs> magical force field around him. Ah! How many, uh, attacks, do you, how many attacks do you have per turn? Uh, I have one attack, but that was a bonus action. Okay. Could I call it my crossbow? Yeah, you go go ahead, call it your crossbow. It's like, well, you shot me with a crossbow, well, you take this, Mr. Onagon! He <laughs> said <laughs> really mad because there's a bolt sticking out of his shoulder and it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> roll me an attack uh, roll. He rolled uh, what, 13 plus 7, uh, 20. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> take this shoulder! Uh, and he rolled, uh, that's 10 damage. Yeah, okay, cool. Other Flinvar takes 10 damage. Does that include your, um, your, oh no, because you can't do the lightning because you've already yeah, used your bonus. Yeah, no, that's um, just straight damage. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so in the middle of this big brawl, you and this guy that you have like all these business contracts with just start <laughs> shooting each other. I never liked you. <laughs> so funny. Hopefully that only applies to the other Flinvar and not our Flinvar. <laughs> yeah, only other Flinvar, because I feel like other Flinvar is actually more like mean and ruthless and like you know, warmonger guy, where Flynn is actually a really nice guy, just wanted, you know, trying to make some sales, you yeah. know. So next up would be Karen. I would like to wail on Kirish, please. 
Oh, that's awesome because the uh, the demon that you're standing next to also has the sentinel feet. So because you attacked one of his allies, he's going to attack you. Yeah, no. Oh my god. Uh, that is uh, 18 plus 4, 22 to hit. Well, I haven't attacked him yet. Stop rolling dice. Give me a minute. Okay, go ahead. Roll your attack. That is rude. Let me, Roll your attack let me, against Cherish. That's waiting for you. Cherish first. That's waiting for you, honey. And I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him twice, actually, because I can do that. Right in the bum. So first attack first, and then I get a sentinel response. Okay. Twenty, not natural to hit. That does hit, Cherish. Yeah, nice. Wonderful. Twelve slashing damage. Oh man, you hit so hard now. Mm, <laughs> now that I remember to add all of my things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the demon is going to take an attack of opportunity against you. It gets twenty two to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that's going to be 3d6. And can you please make a DC 15 constitution saving throw? I can do that. Do, do, do. <laughs> uh, six slashing and seven fire damage. The constitution save is a 19. No, so okay, cool. You're not paralyzed. No. Go and ahead, take your second attack. You know what? I'm going to change my mind. And Karen does a down swing at Cherish and kind of slashes across his body and as the demon hits her with the with the spear her body comes up and then she would swing straight into the demon. Cool, go ahead roll me an attack roll. That is do 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 yes. uh, 26. 26 does hit yeah go ahead roll me your damage 15 slashing damage. And his little toad face just pops like a zit <laughs> as you sink your axe into him. Disgusting. Yeah. As I swing upwards, I scream downwards at Cherish and she says, <laughs> she says, stand down for the good of the city. Yeah, you turn. Uh, roll me an intimidation check with advantage. Yeah. Uh, not great. Um, seven plus eight. So a... 15. Pretty good, considering all factors. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> not enough to make him back off, but definitely enough to make him extremely wary of you. Where before <laughs> you, were a, you were a housewife running a company in your husband's absence, now you are okay. the danger. <laughs> <laughs> the danger. I am the danger. Next up is Bobby. He's going to have disadvantage on his strength saving throw to get out of the web. Yo! Uh, let's see, what's his strength? Because I got 16 on dice. Oh yeah, Ooh. that's, that's gonna, uh, it says strength. That's gonna be a 20, dirty 20? Yeah, that. He rolled a 16 and a 17, so that was pretty, uh, good for disadvantage. Uh, he's gonna rip himself out of this web, um, and he is gonna just run straight at you, Frankie. Oh god, not at me! <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and roll one of his claw attacks. Oh gosh. Does... Plus seven to hit. Does 22 hit you? It does, yes. Cool, that's 2d8 slashing damage. 2d8 plus four. Uh. 11 slashing damage. Oh. Uh, and you get pushed back 10 feet. And can you roll another uh, concentration check? It'd be another 10 concentration check. Oh, that's a nine. <laughs> oh, the webs disappear. So now uh, Frisket uh. is free, as well as who else was in there? It was Cassie and the other Flinvar. And the Bobby. The Bobby just got out. Bobby oh, broke well, out. Yeah. He's all okay. the way over by Frankie. Oh, yeah. Frankie, he's well. going to make a second attack against you. Uh, oh. Eight plus seven. Uh, I don't think that's going to hit. That's only a 15. Nope. Uh, he goes for that second punch and he punches just into the concrete, like right next to your head. Oh. What a dick. Oh. <laughs> 
guy. To finish his turn, he is going to scream, but like right in your face, just like all the way at you. Ew. And he is going to heal. Oh, no. he screams and heals? Can he not? Don't like... heal. But something else happens is that when he screams, you notice all his wounds close up, like the big dent in his in his chest where Friskin kicked him, you know, pops back out. Someone panel beat it. But then also uh, he catches on fire as this uncontrollable hellfire just starts uh, burning through him uh, as he uh, runs his healing. So he's going to also take some uh, hellfire damage. Oh, interesting. He's going to take 16 damage. So his, he's lost 16 now. Nice. Friskin's up next. He's out of the webs. Uh, his claim that he wanted to take down the big one uh, is still in play. So he's going to dash back to the bobby. He's going to wrap his like arms around its waist and throw it backwards like over his shoulders uh, in a wrestling move that we all like to call a suplex. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forget you're such a wrestling buff. <laughs> uh, that's 15, uh, 15 plus 3. Uh, the Bobby's... It's not a grapple because he's not facing... Uh, he's facing the other way. That's more than enough. Um, Friskin's going to, like, rip it out of the wall and throw it over. Um, it's going to take a bit of extra damage because of its own weight. 10, 11, 12, 13, plus 5. Oh. He's going to take 17 damage on top of that. Wow. <laughs> nice. 16 plus 17 would be 35... No, 38. I'm not sure. What's 16 plus 17? Uh, don't literally feels, don't right? ask me. No, 33. Sure. Okay. <laughs> 38. Why did we decide to play a game with so much maths? I know. I don't I'm know. terrible at it. I'm just thinking, I was like, I joined the end of the help with the maths, not to actually do help other people. Yeah, things. I... <laughs> uh, Flynnvar, you're up. So, I have a question first. Yeah, go ahead. How far across is the plaza and what's the door to the plaza made of? So the plaza is just like an, an open an open space cobbled area where pedestrians can walk around. Oh. You know, like Garden Place in Hamilton? Wait, so we're not in a closed... Oh, okay. So I thought we're at... You're in a, you're an open an open pedestrian area uh, where about 60 feet in either direction. No, sorry, be further than that. About 100 feet in either direction you, from where you are. You could probably hit some buildings and go into alleyways and stuff. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought we were in an enclosed plaza still in the prison complex, not outside. No, no, you are technically no. out of the prison, but you're in the, like, the uh, pedestrian space directly outside the prison. Like, kind of town squish. Okay, cool. Now that changes what I was going to do then. I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself. Okay. And then also I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Frankie. Oh, thank you. So you get 1d10 on... You get 1d10. Okay, you are now invisible. Uh, and you've used your Bardic Inspiration. Would you like to use any of your movement? The, the demon guard won't be able to hit you uh, as you leave his space. Yes, then I would like to move forwards and angling a little bit behind the group as far as I can get with my movement. Okay, so you want to get out into open space, like away from everybody? A little bit, yeah. No more than 20 feet. It's not too far. Okay, so you're, you're positioned to the south of the group now, kind of like where the horse came from. Yeah. Yeah, you're 20 feet away from the, the closest demon guard. Cool. Okay, Idafa, you're up. I think I am going to cast a spell. No one has gone for Sylvie, have they? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign. Cassie's still, like, at, in the web area, right? I've just got Frankie lost concentration on the web. Oh, okay. But still in that area, like hasn't moved forward? Yes, that's true. Standing near the um, Mr. Onagon. Perfect. I am going to take out my commands back up. Okay. And I am going to focus on... Yeah, I'll focus on... I'll go for Cassie. 
because I feel like someone needs to take her out. Okay. And I have no attachment to her. Yep, that's fair. You run up to the Goliath, who has uh, just gotten out of the webs, uh, and uh, go to go ahead and hit her with an attack. Perfect. All right. Well, oh, sweet. I got a net 20. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go ahead and roll me your damage on the on the squire. Is there anyone near her? Like, would I get my sneak attack or not? Nah? Uh, you get sneak attack because you set it up last turn. Oh, okay, fair. Oh, because I have advantage, of course. Wonderful. Need that. And then I need a d8. You're right about the math. Jeez Louise. 5, 10, 14, 20... That is 26 damage. Woo! How do you want to kill Cassie? Oh. <gasps> Cassie, do! She's not real. She's not I want to do it with, like, mercy. So I just want to make it a quick death. So what? Through the head? Through the heart? Neck chop? I reckon, yeah, I think a neck chop. Okay. Neck chop! You go low, like, burst speed through everyone, and you come up at this uh, Goliath who was just riding themselves after being stuck. Uh, you swing your sword around in a big arc and it just slices straight through her neck and she falls to her knees, kind of looking at you with confusion and fear. Well, oh, I'll go. Flynn's heart breaks a little bit. Yeah, Flynn, you <laughs> saw yeah, that. Like, you no, had, a, you had a clear view on that shit, Flynn uh, You're invisible off to the side and you just saw one of your, uh, one of your teammates uh, kill one of your close friends. Oh my god. Close friends. And he's like muttering to him, like, but very quietly, like, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Nothing is real. Idafit, you used your bonus action to swap weapons and you used your action to attack. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? No. Okay. No, it's fine. Cherish is up next. Cherish is going to uh, use the disengage action against you, Karen. That's crazy because Sentinel ignores that. Oh, it does too, doesn't it? It sure do. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my DM powers. He is going he to. He just walks away. <laughs> I'm gonna use my DM powers to not do that, and instead, um, he is going to uh, shout an order uh, in a language you don't understand at the demon, mm. and he's going to uh, try to wrap his arms around you. Okay, cool. So he's doing a grapple. He's doing a grapple check versus you. That's right. Okay. Not advised. I know this is an initiative, but is, yeah, yes. <laughs> is there any way, because I've got my earring in still, is there any way that I can like give her kind of a heads up? Like, he's going to grab you. Probably not. I mean, she already is a uh, barbarian using rage and it's an athletics check. She's going to be fine. Hey, don't worry yeah, about okay. it. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so I am going to gain advantage on strength checks, aren't I? Yeah. That's wonderful. Ugh, not great. Uh, um, 16. Still plenty to not get grappled <laughs> by him. Wonderful. As you, like, catch his arms uh, and sort of shove him back a little bit, but then that you realise that your hands are uh, actually burning. Uh, and you look down at your hands and they've got this dark red like burn going across Ooh. the skin and you realize maybe that word that he said uh, was not uh, actually a, a command but maybe some kind of spell mm. can you please roll me a charisma saving throw charisma save okay uh, seven take two d6 fire damage okay uh, that's only two fire damage but your uh, vision is going to start to blur cool and what does that mean mechanically we will get to that Okay, sure thing. Silver is up next. He jumps off of Barry because he realizes it's kind of silly to be piggybacking when he's got longer legs. <laughs> he's still running north. Cassie is next. She is dead. No, she's not. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Barry's after that. Um, he is like right on the heels of Silver, just leaving everybody behind. Murphy's also with them. He's gonna keep running. Now we're up to the guards. Uh, one of them's dead. So that was the one that was standing next to Karen. There is another guard who turns around and is gonna ru start running after Barry and Silver and Murphy. He makes it there and he comes across Murphy. Um, and he's gonna do a spear attack against Murphy. Uh, that's gonna be a hit. Uh, Murphy is gonna take some damage from that spear. Uh, anyone who's watching sees Murphy get hit by the spear trying to protect Barry and Silver. Aww. And he makes a very strange face uh, as he catches a light with Hellfire. Um, and you realize that he's, anyone who's noticing this, he's probably never felt like fire hurt him before. Aww. Oh, true, yeah. The remaining guard was the one who was the closest to Flynnbar, but Flynnbar went invisible. Um, he's going to walk up and backstab Karen. He's going to have advantage on that because of the flanking. That is going to be 12 plus 4. Uh, does a 16 hit you, Karen? A 16 does hit me, yes. Karen, that's going to be uh, 5 piercing damage and... Half to three or two? Two. Two, okay. And 8 fire damage. And can you make that uh, paralysis check... Sorry, the DC 15 Constitution saving throw again with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, I passed. Um, I got a 14 plus seven, so I passed, okay. but I did also roll a nat 20, so that's why I was saying, oh. Oh, oh wow, okay. Um, you are still, <laughs> even though you're like not able to really see anything clearly anymore um, and your hands are burning, you're still able to like <laughs> will yourself through it. God, I love barbarians. Barbarians. <laughs> she just rages her way through it. At this point, Karen is just like bellowing in cherish his face <laughs> the other flinvar the mr onagon surveys the scene uh, and sees silver and barry leaving and he's going to take a shot at them oh ew <laughs> that's gross <laughs> karen you don't see it but you hear your husband cry out in pain uh, as he's shot <gasps> in the back uh with a crossbow bolt but you know that he's a dwarf he's a pretty hardy guy hopefully he is going to keep going uh the rest of you see him take this hit uh, as he jumps in front of silver uh to take a uh a crossbow bolt that was meant for him and he takes it and he does sort of fall down uh he's not been very well taken care of and no 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 in the prison yeah so he falls down um he's basically at the feet of the of the demon who was attacking uh murphy <gasps> frankie Oh God, Frankie just wants to. Uh... Aren't you right next to the Bobby? The Bobby got suplexed, but yeah, you're like ten feet from it. I can't think of a better person God. to try and disable the Bobby in this moment than a super genius inventor. I mean, do you still have my um inspo, or did you use that? I do have the inspo. I was just thinking how a way of to actually would it be like an intelligence or an arcana check to disable it or what what would that role look like i know what it looks like but there's only one way for me to tell you tune <laughs> in next time uh, <laughs> yeah well i would i would like to try and disable it Sweet. Uh, so Flinvar told you that you've got to take out its eyes take or disable eyes. its eyes. So you run over to the, the bobby where it's lying on the ground after being suplexed by a cat. Yep, this is a weird game, yeah. sure. <laughs> and you like sit down on its chest and you can see that its eyes are like crackling with green, uh, like green energy, green magic. Mm. Like, f like mixed in with a little bit of hellfire as well as it is um, burning as it tries to sustain itself. Okay, yeah. Frankie would like to do that, but in sort of a cool way, you know. So you got told to take out his eyes. What are you yeah. going to do to do that? Could I 
potentially use to make it look kind of cool uh one of the like pull out the the bolt in my shoulder yeah to run up and just like use that to jab it in the eye oh cool i'll tell you what you can go for one with a lower dc or you could try to go for both uh both eyes with one action with a higher dc you know what you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. the Can you please roll me a DC 18 medicine oh. check? Oh, medicine. No, that's wisdom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your D10. Okay. Do I roll the D10 and the D20 at the same time? You can choose to use the D10 if you uh, D10 if you want to. You could go for the twenty first and then roll the ten to add to it. Because the thing is, you might go so low on the twenty that it's not worth it. Yeah, that's the 10. true. That's true. Okay, okay, I'll do that. You got this. so low, so low. Oh no! No. So it was my birthday the other day. Yay! Happy and birthday! Yes. Happy Thank birthday. you. <laughs> and Penny gave me an inspiration point. Oh, I did, didn't I? You did. <laughs> um, but I would like to give it to Frankie if I can. Because he's a little cutie. Frankie, <gasps> roll your medicine check with advantage. Okay. Thank God for that. Because I rolled <laughs> what, like a 7 and a 17. Yeah. So I'm going to use the inspiration I got from Finba. Yeah. That is a D10. It sure is. Okay, that is a uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes eighteen, doesn't it? That makes eighteen. Oh, okay. makes eighteen. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was like, Frankie, you pull a crossbow bolt out of your shoulder, and you just like a skinny little human who never has done any amazing feats of strength, but <laughs> believes in yourself. You run to the bobby uh, and you stab it through like the side of the head. I wouldn't even know what to call it. You're coming at the eyes from the side uh, and your your crossbow temple. bolt, yeah, at the temple, your crossbow bolt pierces through one eyeball and just carries on straight uh, through this yeah. rotted flesh yeah. into the other eyeball. Uh, and, and in front of you, there's this like sizzling noise as the, as the bobby's eyes both like fade out, the, the green lightning just backs off and then the entire bobby just starts to alight itself in hellfire as you jump away from it and, the, and it just starts to burn with this dark red demonic fire oh, nice nice frankie everybody is distracted by this amazing feat of courage and in ingenuity um you you can yell one thing to your companions as everyone is um has a moment to flee what do you say oh god uh frankie's just like let's get this done and he just like throws down the bolt slightly eyes from the Mr. Onagon and just <laughs> see in the office on Monday. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we have a business meeting on Monday. I'll see you there. Admiral Cherish here, there's no way this lousy rabble will be getting away from me. Trust your gut, citizen. I knew that stonecutter woman was up to no good, and so too do you know what you know. Thank you for listening to the show and being witness to my upcoming victory.